alive. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Holy Crap, the Vlogcast. Vlogcast that comes from a skeptical point of view to answer some of the questions of why. This vlogcast started as a combination of spite and the Streisand effect because people on Facebook. Yeah, you know the expression about a, you know, playing chess with a pigeon? Yeah. Part of this is to follow through with the old adage, sometimes the journey is more important than the destination. I'm your main host. I'm known as Shujin Tribble, pretty much all over the place. S-H-U-J-I-N. It's really hard to f- miss me. You can find me over on the Imaginary Friends Show podcast, which I just recorded again last night, which was fun. So thank you, Jake. Appreciate it. Let me go ahead and introduce you to everybody because uh, we got a small grouping at the moment for reasons. Some are better than others. I'll explain later. From just north of the border, uh, currently displaying a wonderful congratulations on the new icon. Good morning, heretic woman. Good morning. Thank you. And yes, I'm camera free this evening because, uh, yeah. Reasons. Yeah, reasons. (laughs) Just south of me into Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Good morning, Joey. Hi. Close enough. And from over the water and into Paris, good morning, Joseph. Good morning, sir. So, a real quick update for everybody. Uh, Right now, Dallin is, well, actually, I'm not quite sure. He's probably still setting up house, which doesn't surprise me entirely, although I thought he was going to be joining us. It's okay. He gets to us when he gets to us, and be that as it may, I just... Maybe he didn't get the, the, the time change. I'm pretty sure that he would have because it's it's all linked all anyway it's it's all good. Yeah. See, Joseph's giving me Joseph's giving me a little bit of grief because I put into the show notes at the beginning of it all to note the time change, which no, you is said note the new time. Yeah, well, yes, it's the it's the time, but only because of daylight savings time screwing us up as compared to UTC, as opposed to you know some areas don't follow daylight savings time or that stuff. And I don't blame them. They shouldn't because mm-hmm. it's stupid. I don't understand. I don't understand what the hell this is. And it gets even better here in the United States because there are some sections in, let's see, um, Arizona where some counties follow it. Some counties don't. Some cities areas do. Some don't. Some of the Native American reservations do and don't. So you never know where you're going to be in the time-space continuum once you go through there. It's all kinds of weird. I don't get it. It's stupid. It's really dumb. Saskatchewan rejects it as well. I can't say as a blame them. No. No, I can't. See, it would just be so much easier if we could all just go to metric time. It would be so much easier. (laughs) No, no, I would be counting my fingers all the time. <laughs> yeah, it would suck to be Bobby then, wouldn't it? I'm sorry, Bobby. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> but yeah, I'm a, he'd, I'm a, he, he'd be good for the half hour, though. <laughs> it's, yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. We'll set him on the Prince Edward Island. I forgot my hat. I just suddenly realized no, I'm no, looking no, at myself. I forgot my hat. That's Newfoundland, not Prince Edward Island. Uh, I thought I thought PEI did like the half hour thing. That's that's Newfie. 
I don't know because I don't think so. Because whenever you hear something on TV where they say, you know, uh, we'll we'll be on at eight o'clock, eight thirty in Newfoundland, they never say PI. Now I'm gonna have to look it up because I haven't been to I haven't been to PEI since 1982, so I don't really remember. And I don't think that you really regret that. No, actually, I do. I wish we'd had time to go there this summer when we went to Newfoundland. Oh, okay. Good point. Anyway. We didn't, so. You can so, drive there now. They built a giant-ass bridge across there. Because, of course, they did. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's 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 fine. I'm sorry. I'm just thinking to myself, hmm, yeah, this is exactly the kind of thing that you do in Minecraft. <laughs> yeah, there's a long story with well, that. Well, they're not going to do that with Newfoundland because I was shocked to find out how far away it is. It was a six-hour ferry ride, seven-hour ferry ride. So I don't think they're going to be building a bridge over that anytime soon. No, no, I, I can't say as I blame you. Maybe maybe they'll do a tunnel. That's what they do. They make a tunnel. Yeah, they did anyway, it for the channel. Sure. Yeah, well, yeah, that's it's a little bit shorter, but longer uh, whatever the hell it is doesn't matter anyway thank you for joining us of course if you're watching live uh first off sorry i don't really much care yeah and of course please take advantage of the live chat which is over on your screen over on that side i don't care which side it is it's on one of those sides some people have found it aubrey and trippin thank you guys uh and aubrey is saying uh, australia does half hour time zones i did not know that did not know that and nepal is so many hours and 45 minutes ahead of GMT. What? 45? Yeah. Whatever. Oh, and I just looked it up. PEI is in Atlantic time zone, which is the same as New Brunswick, Nova Scotia. So Newfoundland is in its own little zone, which doesn't surprise me in the least. Which is uh, one of those half-hour jobbies. Yep. Hi, Ed. <laughs> Great. Uh, oh, by the way, my favorite new fee, Ed, is the guy who designed my new uh, icon. So. No. We'll give him a yeah. little plug. Yeah, Ed Smith. Very talented dude. From from the from the PIE Smiths, of course, right? Come on. Do you can do a little no, bit of that. No, no, you know what? Ed is actually directly related to Captain Smith of the Titanic. Um Oh, 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 oh uh, okay, okay. I, ha I have to. I have to ask this. <laughs> Grandpa had kid before he went on the ship, though, right? Yes. <laughs> yes I think it's works. like great, great, grand, great, great, great grandpa or something like that. But yeah, the captain <laughs> survived. Yes. Oh, Captain Smith? No, 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 no. No, he didn't. He went down with the ship. Oh, yes, very much okay, so. Okay, all right, right, right. Sorry and about that. Also, interestingly, um, the name of it escapes me, but in the 70s, late 70s, there was a famous oil um, rig off the coast of Newfoundland that, that was destroyed in a storm, and Ed lost his dad in that. Edmund and Fitzgerald? No, that was a, a ship, and that was on the, the Great Lakes, my dear. Okay. <laughs> I'm talking an oil rig in the ocean, but close, really, you know. I really, really have to revisit my boat history. 
And and so Ed's um, mother was very reluctant to have him do anything with this, the ocean. He did go on a, a ship at one point that I'm trying to remember now there was a problem with that ship as well. And, and he, I think it, it almost went down or went down or something. And he was like, fuck that. I'm not going on ocean no more. That's it. My family and the sea do not mix stand on land. In fact, he, he became uh, uh, an aerial firefighter for a number of years. So that was kind of cool. So that's my friend Ed, Ed out in Newfoundland, who's a, a stand-up guy. Thank you, Ed. Yeah. Far so, too many ways to die in the ocean. No, no, there's only one. You die from death. <laughs> it's as simple as that. Well, yes, that is true. <laughs> so we'll do that. Oh, yeah, and by the way, over there in the uh, live chat, Doc Waxen. Thank you. Appreciate that. So yeah, some uh, some folks that I know from Second Life. So there we go. So meanwhile, let me go ahead and get everything rolling over here. Uh, yeah, I don't know exactly where everybody is. Oh, uh, Unredo Tech is going to be busy, so he's not going to be able to join us. And Bridget may be able to join us. Right now, she's slumming it with Elton John. Yeah. So she may join us if she feels like it when she gets home. <laughs> I don't think that she will. Because even if she does, I, I'm sorry, even if she does, hi, it's me. I blew out my voice screaming. That's what I'm expecting will happen. Whatever. We'll see what happens. Anyway, let me go ahead and get you rolling over here with your five-minute freestyle. Starts right now. I like porn. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to say it. I'm going to pr proclaim it out there proudly. I like porn porn i'll even write it for you backwards i like porn that's shorthand don't worry about it doesn't matter no it's not to mean that i'm president suddenly i like porn there's a good goddamn reason for it too because it's important sociologically for us as a species and um you like porn too Yeah, I'm pausing for exactly the reason for a whole bunch of people to just go, no, of, of course not. I, I don't like bullshit. Seriously, porn is important. It's imagination. It's our baser instincts. One of the most important instincts in any organism is procreation. Seriously, think about it. Without procreation, you're 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 a dead end genetically speaking that's it done you're gone finito procreation is good now why is porn good again because it's imagination it's not reality i mean seriously how many times have you needed to have a plumber called to fix your pipes that doesn't happen anymore. And even when it did, the likelihood of you having, well, um, let's call it conjugal relations with said professional was not real likely. And even then, the likelihood of not getting pregnant would be less likely. And if everybody was doing the pipe layer 
Yeah, you can you can kind of see where this is going. Well, I do all my own plumbing, so um, no. <laughs> and you know, depending as to how you want to look at it, so do I. <laughs> so why is point important? Because imagination gives us an outlet. It really does. I mean, think about it. If you wanted to go ahead and shoot somebody to death big time, I mean, just go out there and blow people away. Well, if you did that in reality, well, you'd make the evening news here in the United States locally. But if you really, really wanted to do that, you got video games for that, man. You could watch movies that are basically torture porn and no i'm not specifically talking about the passion of the christ although that one has come up but we get the opportunity to just think about these things to just for a little while suspend disbelief and immerse ourselves in what if what could and you know maybe you get the opportunity of looking at stuff that you never would have thought of doing yourself before. I mean, I know full well that give the opportunity and uh, I will get Callie rights back on so that we can talk about this. There are people who would never have known what the whole BDSM community is all about. Never mind what the actions are. Some people just got this nebulous idea in their head and they don't know what to do with it. And yeah, you can get bad ideas as to what sex is from, you know, porn. But it's not about learning how to have a relationship. It's about stimulating your imagination. As well as other parts of your body. And no, I'm not going to start making comments about the women who are sitting there at the nickel slot machines with their arm the size of Popeye. Although I am right-handed. What's wrong with porn? There really isn't. I mean, there are so many different things that people could say about it. You want to go ahead and say that it's prostitution in a way? Well, I could see that argument being made. But again, what's necessarily wrong with that? People are having sex between each other. They're paid for it. But not by the person that they're having sex with. Usually. They're actors. They're performing. They're doing something that people want to see. Is it art? Once upon a time, it used to be. Maybe not today. Maybe not the way that it used to be back in the 70s when the erotic adventures of Alice in Wonderland was a musical. Yes, look that one up. I've seen it. As have I. But when it comes down to it, there's nothing wrong with porn. Why should it be? So I will happily say, I like porn. And if you go ahead and you tell me that you don't, okay, that's fine. Why? Don't you like fucking people? Not really, no. Mm, me neither. A, you don't count, you old... You, mm. you know what? I... I'm... I'm... 
<laughs> well, let's just I'm say just I just don't like being bandied around by my own hormones. <laughs> it's been quite a few years, and uh, and you don't normally it's, with it's not a major driving force for me. With a bit of critical thought, you can retrain that shit. Because, I mean, you know, our, our reproduction drive is one of our basest instincts. And, um, you know, any it's like any human emotion. It can be, it can be mapped around. Um, I'm talking about um, a brain remapping. Well, it's basically thought process. You just come up with alternative you know, we start out life with a few base instincts, which are pretty more or less essential to our survival and the survival of the species. But um, not all of them are very socially acceptable today. I'm Two not point. talking about porn there. But I'm just saying I'm, I'm talking about, like, um, you know, like um, I think humans uh, 10,000 years ago were pretty... Uh, Aggressive, rapey, um, yeah, not very sociable. There are two points that have been addressed thus far that I'd like to quickly um, uh, just say my piece on. Two. One, one, when you use the uh, example of going out and killing a whole lot of people, I have a counterpoint for that. <laughs> Back home, they'd throw me in jail and throw away the key. But here, they give me a fucking medal, sir. <laughs> the other point. Okay. I enlisted in the army. I, I entered the delay. I was in the delayed entry program. So I entered when I was 17. And then when I turned 18 and I finished school, I shipped out. And I was in the military for eight years, deployed for a pretty good portion of it overseas for the majority of it. And uh, there's a difference between deployment and overseas, just so people understand. But uh, suffice to say, I didn't have a whole lot of time to think about sex when, you know, I was presented with the possibility of being penetrated from many different directions in many different sizes from many different people. And if you get what I'm tossing out there, good on you. If you don't, not all penetration is good penetration. Depends on the caliber. Yeah. Now, after after I got out, I uh, I spent the next you know about five years in college, and you know I was in my late twenties, surrounded by a lot of well, high school age kids, those who literally just got out of high school and went to college. So 
that didn't necessarily present a whole lot of opportunities. Plus, it was an art school, and a lot of people were weird. <laughs> Define weird. <laughs> they were in art school. I think that in and of itself pretty well sums it up. Ah, uh, okay, if you say so. Weird to me, not just because it was an art school, but also because, you know, this was a different generation that I was dealing with. Yeah, I'll go with that. You got to remember, I was raised for the most part in the 80s and 90s in rural Ohio, and before that I was... You know, I spent a short time in uh, a very urban area of Chicago. So, um, I guess on one hand, maybe I just missed the boat. But on the other... I mean, that, that it's not to say that I don't feel attraction toward individuals. I do. But I do pretty much consider myself asexual at this point. I'm more of a prevert than a pervert. Prevert, I just think about it every now and then. But I do have a rational reason for not uh, wanting to procreate. And that is because, genetically speaking, if you'll excuse the uh, terminology, and, you know, I won't even go, uh, I won't even go there, but I'm pretty screwed up on a genetic level. I've got some certain genes that uh, come in from my, uh, particularly my father's side of the family. Uh, that I inherited and that I personally don't care to pass on. So, do I look at porn? I don't go actively looking for it. But that's just not part of who I am. It's just be it nature or nurture. It's not a driving force for me. It's not a major motivation. Okay. I like, um, what was it? Oliver Sacks. Uh, there was a bit of a story about, um, yes, he was openly, he, he was openly way and earlier in his life. He wasn't openly gay, but he, He'd been jilted quite a few times when he was, you know, in his early life. And he just eventually just gave up on that. And it was kind of a funny story, which you've probably heard, but uh, he told it himself just before he passed away. But um, he went to, to see a doctor or something like that. And the doctor, you know, it's been a while since he did a visit. And... Um, or was it a psychologist? I forget. But so anyways, uh, whoever it was, they, they asked him, they go, well, they're going to ask you a personal question. And he answered right away. He goes, well, look at, I, I haven't made love in like 50 years. 
and the doctor says, well, no, no, actually, I just want your social security number. <laughs> well, well, now get to learn a little something That was special. very badly told. I'm sorry. It's okay. No worries. Anyway, so, um, and, uh, yeah, a couple of couple of messages over there in the uh, in the in the chat. Uh, Aubrey specifically saying prostitution should be legal anyhow, and uh, matter of fact, that's oh, yeah. something I want to have a discussion about later. Anyway, and I got no problem with that. This episode one eighty seven on the docket. The password is actually it should be more like the password is. <laughs> I was looking at old game shows again on YouTube because <laughs> I have a lot of fun with that. And by old, I mean shows that really aren't on anymore. Although truth be told, I have no idea if match game is still on. I haven't checked, but I'm sorry. Nothing is going to beat the mid seventies for me for game shows, oh, because what you got so- away with. Yeah. Yeah. What by you were able way, to get away with. Mm-hmm. We, we, we had a show here that I remember watching as a small child and it was called bowling for dollars and it was yep. filmed right in town here where I live now. <laughs> I remember watching that. I remember watching that and thinking to myself, how do these guys bowl 300 games? Really? People actually yeah. do that. Yeah. <sighs> okay. Learn something new. <laughs> anyway. So, uh, the, the rules of password are kind of like this. You have two teams of two players. One person on the team gets uh, a, a word and they have to try to get their partner to say that word by giving them another word to try to associate with it. For instance, there was uh, there was a clue that was given to Betty White. You, you, you know Betty White. Her partner... I forget what the word was supposed to be. I th- I think the I think the word was supposed to have been croak. And her partner said bull. And the host leaned over laughing and grabbed her by the shoulder and said, "No, no, no, no. I know how you operate. Don't don't say this. Don't say what you're thinking." Everybody's dying laughing because she's putting on the innocent look, this wonderful Betty White. P.S. Betty at this time was married to the host of the show. So he would know. So after everybody finally calms down, she finally answers frog, which made everybody absolutely die laughing because they (laughs) they knew whatever it was going to be was supposed to have been bleeped. And she was brilliant about it. But it's kind of a free word association kind of thing. You can you can give inflections. You can kind of play around with the words a little bit. I'm but remember, you, is is this the one where you can't say something obvious like ribbit? Wasn't it called pyramid or something? Well, pyramid was similar, but I remember password was a different game. Yes. Okay. So, um, so the idea of it is, holy mother of Christ. Well, isn't this something? She's actually visible and I'm off camera. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, fresh off the boat from the Elton John concert, Bridget, I have $5 down that says that you blew out your voice. No. 
Damn it. <laughs> Damn it. But, I owe somebody five bucks. But I am having to wear a little hating pad because my neck and back are just going, eh. Can't say as a blame So welcome. You made it. Anyway. So, um, so the idea of it is we've, we've talked the last couple of weeks about atheism versus, well, pretty much every other hat. And I kind of want to have a little bit of a talk about how do we explain to people what we are as atheists, as skeptics, without people going, well, you're a Satanist or, or, or you're whatever the hell else that they're going to misinterpret it as. How do we get the point across? What can we say or better yet not say to make sure that people understand where we're coming from the best that we can? Make an explanatory porno? You know, I've considered that, but uh, considering that there is a live-action My Little Pony porno parody out to, there. Just, just, just trying to link it back in. Okay. <laughs> now, this would have been a good week to have Foda back on, because he does make his own porn. Yeah, you yeah. know what? That's that now. Well, he says he does. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't need that. I don't need that. So, anyway... So, uh, as as usual, before we get to that, uh, Heretic Woman, the only thing that I've seen in the news about Reef Badawi this week was specifically a lot of protests that have been going on specifically this week. Yeah, and I've been kind of out of touch with everything this week, so I haven't... Yeah, well, you've been a little busy. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, you know, so knowing I, the way that I things don't... operate... I have not seen anything. Yeah, I mean, knowing the way that things operate, I'm sure with the 14 dozen web browser tabs you have open at any one time one never knows you don't you I don't have, run i have not seen anything it's i think it was literally that no yeah um what i i don't know if anybody else noticed though last week there was uh something like 11 saudi princes and um higher ups in the government that were thrown in jail by the heir to the throne so people are speculating that perhaps this guy might actually reform things for the better so one can only hope he they're saying he's the reason why women are being allowed to drive now and they're also speculating that the king may like retire or something or or abdicate to this guy no idea for sure but it's certainly something worth watching i don't know maybe this is the guy that's uh it, the guy that's responsible for getting uh, a robot made a citizen which i found interesting that it was a female robot and they didn't make her wear a potato sack yeah now, how much truth there is behind all that, I don't know. I gotta, I gotta do a deep dive on that. All I've seen yeah. are the headlines that look like they should be something out of the Onion, which is, of course, all the more reason why I need to look it over and go, uh, yeah, I need to, uh, I need to pull this up in Chrome so I can have Google translate this for me. Thanks, appreciate that. We'll see. In any case. However, with no new news, which is, again, more the norm than not, this show now marks five years, four months, 26 days since Reef Badawi was unjustly incarcerated for thought crime. Our hopes and our thoughts are still with you and your family. We're hoping for you. So, 
like I said, um, we've had uh, we've had more than our fair share of uh, vitriol, of yelling and screaming at uh, name calling, at threats, death threats, uh, rocks through windows, spray painted cars, um, keyed cars, paint on houses, spray paint, uh, you name it, it's been done. And that's just freaking annoying, to put it mildly. However, the least we can do is try to figure out how do we explain to people we're not the bad guy? How do we explain to people what a skeptic is, what an atheist is? And more importantly, how do we make sure that they don't fuck it up for the rest of us all? That's just, for any of better that's catching. I think that's three. I think it's, I got the third one. Well, uh, comparing the two of themselves, uh, an atheist is, if you break down the word, it is without a, de- a, a god, a deity, uh, whatever. <laughs> this is somebody who has chosen to live their life by, by their own morals and such without looking to any form of religion or scripture to make dictates on how to live their life. Uh, they, they either believe that there is no God or they at least question the existence of a God. Skeptics, not all atheists are skeptics because there are some who will believe in things that a skeptic wouldn't. Um, but not all skeptics are atheists because a skeptic is simply a person who will accept a, a generally accepted truth based on sufficient evidence. If there's no sufficient, if there's not sufficient evidence, then, you know, they're not saying that the thing doesn't exist or it can't happen or whatever. They're just saying there's no evidence for it. Now, there's a thing that goes along with that, and uh, as, as Joe said, that there are skeptics who are still religious or skeptics who believe in, well, for lack of a better term for it, woo. And generally speaking, we try to refer to those as uh, bad skeptics because it all comes down to, can you prove it? And that's really what a skeptic's if any if anything could be called a credo for a skeptic that's probably it can you prove it and selective skepticism use... isn't skepticism sorry no, you're fine um addressing the the example that you made earlier uh yeah i'm an atheist oh so you're a satanist those are two different groups but not to the believer I mean, because this, it's atheism, the word, I mean, going to dictionary definitions and all that, if you're talking to a believer who's been indoctrinated with basically a hat full of lies about what an atheist is, well, it, it doesn't matter to them. They just know what they've been told. Satanism, and, Satanism, I personally think it can be called a religion because you have two categories when it comes to Satanism. You have a actual, you know, theological Satanism where they view the object Satan or Lucifer as an actual entity 
and you know give that worship or on the on the other end that's why there are two kinds why i say there are two kinds of satanism the other is ideological rather than theological that is to say you know satan being uh what he old hebrew term for adversary yes what that represents is not, you know, not necessarily being adverse to uh, God or a God or many gods, but rather adverse to the teachings of the churches and the edicts of those churches that, you know, prescribe what, what their followers should do. Um, For example, the satanic temple, they don't view Satan as a person. They view him as an, or they view it as an idea. That is to say, live your life naturally and don't listen to those who try to tell you that, you know, Sky Daddy wants you to do this and Sky Daddy wants you to do that. Now, that is not to say that, you know, Satanists don't believe in God either end. In fact, I would really say that the theological ones do believe in God and they're it's pretty much saying, you know what? I'm going to go with the other guy. Whereas on the ideological end, the Satanic Temple, they may believe in God, they may not. They might even worship him. But they don't worship in the way that the churches, such as you know the Catholic Church, the uh, Presbyterian Church, the Anglican Church, edicts and... Uh, to follow and they don't observe them yeah over in the live chat by the way uh aubrey is making uh make specific reference saying ideological satanism would be like what anton levey and and guys double check with me on this one anton levey and the church of satan did well they're the now, ones with the satanic bible right now uh who was it that had started th- quote-unquote the Satanic Temple, TST. Uh, oh, yes, Lucian Greaves. Yes. Okay. Who I would who I would love to have on the show, personally. Uh, we we did have someone who was, or, or may still be, in the Satanic Temple, uh, Reap. many moons ago. Reap. Reap. Yep. Reap was uh, was a, a wonderful ho- uh, a wonderful guest to be on with us, uh, and. Yeah, the Satanic Temple are typically the ones who will go out of their way to say, "Well, um, you you guys here at the at the elementary school, you're allowing a church group to come in and do their thing. Well, we're a church group too. Uh, we'd like permission to go ahead and do our thing too, please, under the same auspice." And legally, you have to do that. Yep. And then what ends up happening is they throw a shit fit and say, "Well, we're not going to let you in there. You're either going to yeah. do it." Or are you going to close down? Yep. Because the, the beauty is they're not actually interested in proselytizing. They just want to point out why, why the Christian, how the Christians will assume it's okay for them, but no one else. Yep. And that's why, uh, as an ideological thing, I love the Satanic Temple. 
because and, they know how to put the screws to people without being violent at all. The thing they just did is my absolute favorite. I can't remember what state it is, but there was a state that had enacted a bunch of legislation aimed at um, further restricting abortion. So they had made it so that a woman had to undergo some sort of counseling and they had to look at an ultrasound and wait 72 hours and all this stuff. And the satanic temple took the state to court and said that those things were against their religion as Satanists. And that if a, a satanic temple member was forced to undergo those things, it would be again uh, violating her religious principles, and they won. And I love it. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, and, yeah, Joe. And just for the sake of clarity, um, yeah, uh, Aubrey's right with the uh, the Church of Satan or Levian Satanism. Uh, theirs is a uh, strictly materialist organization. Um, they do not. They they reject the existence of the supernatural. Um. So obviously, no God, no ghosts, spirits, anything of that sort. And they uh, again, they view Satan as an idea for you know representation of pride. Uh, carnality, um, enlightenment. Theirs is uh, very naturalistic in the way they view mankind. Mm. Okay. Now, uh, as far as this, uh, as far as this item that uh, Heretic Woman had just a couple of seconds ago, Bridget, yeah. uh, you, of course, being our arisen medical person who has railed heavily against the whole. Um, religious invasion into female reproductive rights, etc., 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 ad nauseum. Yeah. What do you remember about that one in particular, other than, of course, go them? Um, that case that Deb was talking about um, was in the state of Missouri. And um, I'm not sure if they actually went or not. I would have to look. It, it, it looks, it, as I recall, yes, it was coming down on their side, and I do believe that the state is very, very unhappy with that. Wow. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, uh, but if I had to classify their beliefs, um, I would say that a lot of their tenets actually line up a lot with humanism. Yep. That sounds uh, that sounds about right, and that's uh, that's a whole other ball of wax. Uh, see that another reason yeah. why I got to get Sam back on with us again to talk about humanism specifically. I had to go and complicate things. Sorry. No, it's, it's no, there's nothing wrong with that because folks can go ahead and look up. Wait, humanism? Isn't that the one where everybody gets transferred their their transferred their brain into a machine? No, <laughs> no. No, that's matrix matrixism, or <laughs> that's no, that's that's actually one of the few times you can actually get away with using the prefix trans, and nobody gets on your case for it, unless you're talking about an automobile. That's transhumanism, and that's yeah. both Hold an right. incredibly yeah, that's both an incredibly uh, nuts, interesting, and chilling concept all at the same time. But we digress. 
Okay, so Satanists in either camp are not necessarily atheists. Well, atheists are not Satanists. And again, it's one of those things where it's, well, kind of usually there is a little bit of overlap because, well, most of the folks in the Satanic Temple, again, don't believe that there is a literal godling known as Satan. And the Levians, same thing. Most of them don't believe that there is an actual godling Satan. Yeah, they uh, uh, apparently LeVay uh, considered himself an atheist, rejecting the existence of all gods. Uh, his church did not espouse or does not espouse a belief in Satan as an entity who literally exists. Yep. Now, how do we how do we kind of get across to people that we? who are atheists are not Satanists. We don't believe in Satan. We don't believe in any gods. We don't believe in Cthulhu other than it's a literary work and sometimes a board game. We don't believe in Thor, but oh God, to have those pecs. We don't (laughs) believe in Odin, although, oh man, is he a great actor. (laughs) I mean, when he's actually himself, but that's, that's a whole other thing. I mean, there are so many times where we can go to the absurd and tell people, I don't believe in Hera or Thericles. I don't believe in Orion other than as a constel- a, a grouping of very bright stars in the sky, which one of these days I would love to see what Beetlejuice looks like up close. Mm-hmm. And by up close, I mean really far away because I don't want to roast. <laughs> I mean, how do we explain to people? You wouldn't even notice it happening. Well, yes, see, that's, that's, that's part of the well, problem. I, 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 the anyway. unfortunate problem is that for some people, you can't. Because they believe that anything that isn't, that doesn't line up with their interpretation of, quote, God, is of Satan, no matter whether you think so or not. So I've been told, well, you may not think you follow Satan, but you do. You just don't know it. Yeah, people who would say that, that they probably have no ability to make value judgments for themselves anyways. I mean, they're not thinking with their own mind. They're basically, they're, they're, they're pattern matching somebody else's dictate. Yeah, and, well, they also see things in binary too. Like you only have a choice of either following this or that. Well, that's how they operate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a, there's a piece about that. Um, when I was growing up, my family followed Roman Catholicism. And I was taught that there was Catholics, Baptists, Christians, nah. Jews. And you people are a bunch of idiots. And that was all I was taught. And Gentiles. Well, yes, but they were not their own they they were a group but they weren't a different religious affiliation what exactly is a gentile because for the jews a gentile was just like a non-jew you know i could i could show you on youtube but i really don't think that we want to swing that way so to speak for a jew it's a non-jew um 
Mormons will often use the term Gentile as well, and so that would be a non-Mormon. A non-Mormon. Generally, the idea is, you know, somebody not of your religion, but who still kind of adheres to your religious moral values. Yeah. Because Gentile is the, the, the root of the word is, is uh, gentil, gentil, which is Latin and gentilis, um, which means kind. Yeah. Which means people who are not of us, but who are kind to us. And it's sort of like in Islam, they call it people of the book, which is the Jews and the Christians. So it's like, yeah, we don't really like them per se, but we dislike them less than anybody who doesn't follow anything Abrahamic. And of course, what they think doesn't even come into the story. No. Yeah. Now, my my point of uh, saying it off this way is you guys have heard me say on many an occasion you were taught wrong. This is why I say that, because I was taught wrong. Catholics, Baptists, Christians, Jews, and that's it. That's all I knew because that's what I was taught. Not learning until decades later. Wait a minute. Um, Catholics are Christian. Yep. Baptists are Christians. Uh, Christians are a bigger group than you guys ever gave me credit for. The Jews have got a lot of different variations on them. And then there's a lot of afterwards. So, you know, what's, what's the expression? You stop living when you stop learning. That's why I like learning more about all this stuff. Because until a couple of years ago, Pastafarianism, I would have laughed off as a joke. Um, Jediism, I still kind of chuckle at, but I'm realizing there isn't quite so much to chuckle about with this because there is, there are so many religions I had not heard of that I had always thought, well, nah, this couldn't really be a real, th oh, they're a real thing. Well, how many religions are there? Oh, well, how many godlings are, wait, there's a godling that was born out of the seed of a peach as a little boy that bit no where the hell is japan yeah wait J wait the big god in japan sneezed the milky way into his <clears throat> no really why according to estimates there are some 4200 different religions spanning the world today uh wait 4200 religions yes. i can believe and it and if memory serves, there are currently a rough number of 40,000 Christian sects as well. That sounds about right. Mm -hmm. well, let's find out. Yep. Yeah, if memory serves, I believe the number is something like 42,000 uh, individualized sects of Christianity, of which, you know, Baptist, technically Mormon, technically. And, and you know what drives me batty is you get that, well, you know, they're not cr really Christian. And those people say, well, they're not really Christian. But if you say something about Christianity, suddenly there's two point whatever billion of them. 
Yep. And I'm like, yeah, no, you can't do that. Because if I was to pin you down, you would say everybody, but where you go to church is not a real Christian. So screw well, you. <laughs> the number that seems to keep getting repeated throughout is about 33,000 Protestant. Uh, okay. Catholic denomination or Christian denominations. Wow. You almost, you almost got <laughs> You almost started a war right there, man. The, the major differences being, you know, adherence, to, you know, pretty much viewing the Pope as God on earth and, uh, you know, the, the various pantheons of saints that you're supposed to pray to. You know, the Puritans say one, one of the very first uh, Protestant religions, they said, no, no, we're not. We're not praying to Mary. We're not praying to St. Christopher. We pray to God and that's it. Yeah. Whereas with us Catholics, and, and I say us, not that I'm with them anymore, but at the time, yeah, for uh, for we Christians, uh, Catholics, I should say, especially the Italians, <laughs> the Romans, we prayed to mom because mom will grab you by the ear and talk to you and make you do whatever it is that mom tells you to do. Because that's mom. And anybody that's been in an Italian family knows full well, you got mom's ear, you got control of it all. Your business at the table. And, and you know, what makes me laugh is that Catholicism claims to be um, monotheistic. It's not. Yeah. <laughs> well, again, that's, so why, that's why I mentioned the pantheon of yep. uh, saints. Yep. Which in their own right are not viewed as deities yeah. of any sort, but rather agents who act under the will of God. That's the technical definition. Absolutely. Everybody prays to them like they're gods. <laughs> yep. Or to the angels. Yep. Yep. And just to prove just how crazy it is, there is one saint in Roman Catholicism, I shit you not, who is the patron saint of television. I oh, yeah. shit you not. And there's why? Weird there's weird no, ones there, there. I don't think that there's many much weirder than this one. And why was she the patron saint of television? Because in a sickened state, she had hallucinations of things happening that she saw on the wall of the room that yeah. she was confined into. So that made her the patron saint of television. Seriously, I shit you not. Well, I that's, cannot make that one up. That That is one of the requirements to become a saint. You have, there has to be some form of miracle. Yep. And you know, funny how uh, those miracles are harder to come by these days you know, now that everybody's got a film, well, not exactly film camera, but you, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. You know, with them all the time, at least most of us do, those that are living, you know, past the 12th century, England. I was going to say Italy, but, you know, I, I, I don't know what was going on in Italy at the time. All I know is England was dealing with anyway never mind moving on so i i just had a quick look here um we've got saint barbara who's the patron saint of firemen and people who work with explosives um we've got saint genesis of rome patron saint of comedies 
Saint Apollina, Apollonia, Apollonia, Apollonia. Uh, Apollonia, who is the patron saint of dentists. Um, Christopher is the patron saint of bachelors, apparently. Oh, here's one. Saint Ambrose is the patron saint of beekeepers. Saint Bibiana is the patron saint of hangovers. Um, yeah. hold, hold, hold on there, just a second, uh, Joe. I I think I think we know somebody that he should. I think we know somebody <laughs> that should be praying to this one, don't you? <laughs> well, I want to know who the patron saint of cheese is. Oh, I wonder if there is one. Uh, uh, th- that would probably be uh, the Blessed Saint Bessie. I'm going to go with that one. <laughs> I am so glad I put the camera on you right at that moment. That was perfect. Thank you. Excellent. <laughs> anyway, uh, I'll see what you did there. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 great. Um, nope, no now let's 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 see. Tripping is asking something, and I do believe that this one is true. Is it true they used to cut up saints? And send the parts to other churches. Like oh, fingers. yeah. Yep. Yeah, and it gets even worse than that. Yeah. Uh, reliquaries. Yep. Yeah. They're, oh, that's awful. They're Most really of those crazy. come from the catacombs of Rome, and which were completely emptied. Yeah. And uh, the relics being sent everywhere. Yeah, Joey. <laughs> I just have to share. Saint Isidore, patron saint of the internet. Yep. Oh, you just found what I just found. Saint Drogo. Yep, you just found what I just found. Patron saint of unattractive people. Yep. Saint Polycarp of Smyrna. That's my favorite. Patron saint of dysentery. <laughs> what saint a Adrian of... To have. I'm sorry. Saint oh, Adrian of Nicodema. Patron saint of arms dealers. Yep. A patron saint of Rocky. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Saint, oh, oh. Fr- uh, saint Friard, patron saint against the fear of wasps. Oh, you forgot Saint Hubert of Liege, uh, patron saint against rabies. Okay, yeah. yeah. Oh, hold, hold, hold on a second. There is nothing wrong with being afraid of wasps. It, it, it was wasps, you said, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, as somebody who has, um, who does not like flying things near his ears. Yeah. Yeah. No, being afraid of wasps is, is a survival instinct. And I think that that is perfectly legitimate. And yeah. yeah so, yeah, I don't care. Oh, there's St. Drosinius, uh, patron saint of invincible people. So why do they need a saint? <laughs> it's the same reason why Tony Stark has got an arc reactor. Without the arc reactor, he can't do shit. You need some power source, hon. You know how this okay. operates. Okay. I mean, how and, and, else are you supposed to roll a natural 20? I mean, really. <laughs> what, what is St. Gotthard, the patron saint of? I don't know. I haven't come up to him yet. Oh, St. Arnold, patron saint of beer. And St. Vitus, patron saint of oversleeping. One would think that St. Godhard would be the patron saint of porno. You would think. <laughs> I haven't found that yet. 
Saint Theodore of Sycion was the patron saint against rain and for rain. Well, it's it that makes perfect sense. I mean, think about it. He's got to be the guy that's you know leaning behind. Which side is it? It's over on this side with the with the big knife switch up on the wall. You know, Jeep. Yep. You know, you know what I'm talking about. You guys who are just listening to the show. You're completely missing out on this great visual right about now. <laughs> just want you to know that. Now, anyway. Saint Saint Catherine of Alexandria is Watch a very busy, she's a very busy lady. Watch because it because she is the patron saint of unmarried girls, apologists, potters, spinners, archivists, dying people, educators, girls, jurists, knife sharpeners, lawyers, librarians, libraries, maidens. Oh, it goes for like three more lines. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Wait, 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 wait. We need divine inspiration and assistance for knife sharpening. Apparently. Well, you could always look. You also need it for stenographers, students, tanners, theologians, the University of Paris. So there you go, Joseph. Haberdashers, wheelwrights, the Philippines and Greece. And I also missed mechanics, millers, hat makers, which is also a haberdasher, which is kind of repetitive. Philosophers, preachers, scholars, school children, scribes, secretaries, spinsters. And then you get to the stenographers. So, yeah. She's a busy lady. I don't know, man. Okay, so let's um Saint Apollonia oh. Dentistry Saint. Yeah, we got that one tripping. And um okay, so let's let's just go on let's just go on the the skeptic side for a second. Uh oh yes, and by the way, over on over on the Discord side, uh Layla, knife sharpening is dangerous work. I agree. It is. It's not that dangerous. So let's go with this. You could lose a finger. You you yeah. you could, and generally speaking, if you do, you had it coming. <laughs> so how about this? Skeptics would not believe that any such beings still exist, exert influence over the rest of the world and life in general for one reason and one reason only. You haven't shown that they do. Now, that is a very simple explanation of what a skeptic would do, what our modus operandi is, why we do what we do, why we say and why we think the way that we do. Now, we don't in all cases with everything. Generally speaking, we try to. But I believe that I could pretty well sum it up for both skeptics with we ain't got time for all that shit. <laughs> I mean, how many pages surviving? I'm sorry? We're too busy surviving. We make our own survival decisions, skeptics. Whereas, you know, for me, religion, all this God stuff, it's just like it's just a big straw man because it's you know, just a means to convince people. Um, not to decide things for themselves, to rely on a select group of humans to decide everything for them. And that's it. I mean, religion is basically 
It's just humans telling other humans what to do and reaping the benefits of that advantage. And that's it. Um, well, getting back to the atheism question about how you would explain that to someone, I think the simplest way to put it, it's um, what others have said before. You take all of these gods and goddesses that you don't believe in and just take it one further. And that's uh, that's one that we've heard on many an occasion. Many times. Uh, yeah, uh, I think probably most famously from Christopher Hitchens and Matt Dillahunty most often. Uh, that's that's where I can remember hearing it from. Uh, or um, I'm sorry. Um, damn it, I forgot what the hell his name was. Um, not, his, not Hitchens, uh, Dawkins. Heard it from him often enough as well. You, be, you believe in one God and no others. Out of all of those, I don't believe any of them. So what really separates you from me is one God. Well, unless you're yeah. Hindu, in which case, I mean, that, that number goes up exponentially. Like great. Yeah, yeah, Joseph. And there's also the need to, like, why do they need to believe that? I mean, that's, you know, a, that's another thing that's opposite in the, in the, in the atheist. I mean, and, and I'm going back to that again, but I'll still say it's, it's our, you know, being responsible for our own survival. No, and, and, and I would tend to agree with it, but the problem of it is trying to figure out how, how can we, how can we get along the concept to these people who have the hardest time just wrapping their heads around that concept in the first place? Well, first you're going to have to teach them to, that it's actually okay to, um, figure stuff out for yourself. And, and you know, and if you can't do that, there's no point in getting, going any further at all. Um, I, I can understand why uh, a lot of people, perhaps even yourself would not want to, mm, this may sound main, this may sound mean spirited. It's not, it's not meant to be. I'm, I'm just condensing the idea to, for brevity, which I've just completely shot by giving the little caveat right there. Um, I don't believe in the lost cause idea i really don't i'm not is saying it, a lot of others i'm just saying that if you want to change somebody's mind if you can't convince them that it's okay to change their mind or actually you know see reason in something then how how are you supposed to reason with them That's right right and 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 there there are a number of cases where people will say why even bother at that point but i'm not saying that you Okay, then he's, I misunderstood. I think he's saying if someone were That's to come first out step. and say that I'm there's saying. nothing that you could say that would make me change my mind or question, then the conversation's over. There's nothing to talk about. Yep. Right. But you got to yeah. stop. I'm just saying. You asked like how to get how to go there. Well, I'm just saying. You know, that's the first step. That's all. It, it's a question of trust. You have to get them to trust you, and you know, yeah. only when they trust you will they, you know begin to consider accepting or um, maybe start running stuff through their head, you know, stuff you're saying. Yeah. And I think that's, I think that's part of the problem. Uh, there, there are so many times when we've heard uh, atheists be told 
you know, uh, incorrectly, highly incorrectly, and, you know, kind of bring it back from before, you're just Satanist. You just believe in Satan. That's a straw, man. I mean, well, it's just it, like... Yeah. It is, but it's unfortunately... lies. I mean, just like... But the sad thing is a lot of them truly believe that. Like I said before, they, they're... If you're not just, of my, quote, tribe, then everything else is Satan. So and it doesn't everything matter. their leader decider says it's you know yeah. adhering to that is a question of life and death to them because I mean it's their survival guide. Yeah, but they they don't have room for considering anything other. It, it's it's a binary. It's either you're the same as me or you worship Satan. Yeah, it's like it's you, pattern matching. That's yeah. all it is. Because it's okay. like you may not even, and they—I've been told this. Well, you don't, you don't think you you worship Satan, but you do. You just don't know it. Um, you know, like seriously, well, just because, I, I think you, I would know, know that. you absolutely have to match what my leader protector guy told me. And that's yep. it. Just yep. rationalization. And if you don't match, then you're Satan, and there's no yeah, discussion. The, and people like this, like they, they've got no concept of anything outside of their own comfort yeah. of their own bubble so I, like I have, you know if if it doesn't match then it doesn't exist you know they, they can say anything they want about it, it doesn't change yeah. a thing if it doesn't change favorite. anything in their existence it doesn't even matter i Truth have a favorite or lie that. or anything that it doesn't exist for them there's there's mm -hmm. no concept of it you you can't accuse somebody of intellectual dishonesty when they have no idea what the concept of intellectual dishonesty yeah. is. Well, I have a favorite meme for the old, well, you worship Satan. And it's the only thing sillier than having an imaginary friend is having an imaginary enemy. <laughs> yeah, and especially when that imaginary friend was made by the imaginary friend or made by the yeah. same people who made the first imaginary friend. Yep. Which does not mean that we're bashing on you, Jake. It's nothing personal. It's just business. I yeah, love, no. <laughs> I love the big rate. Uh, I love the big sign that uh, that some guys will trot out that says uh, that has a list of all the different things like uh, fornicators and and gay lovers and lesbian and and homosexual and and and. Oh yeah, you're go you're all going to hell, and it's like. Okay, uh, let's go ahead and play bingo card. Well, I, I do this, I do this, I do this, I do this. Yeah, oh, yeah, don't do this yeah. one. Drink. You know, it, it, yeah. it's easy to do that. <laughs> Which, by the way, uh, yeah, my coffee is... Uh, well, and, and the other thing that gets me when I see lists like that that makes me laugh. I'm like, okay, of those things, the things that I have done, I've done because I wanted to do them and generally because I enjoy doing them. So telling me that I have to go somewhere for eternity that I can't do them is not very much of an endorsement. <laughs> yeah, waiting and, in, you know, these, was, these cards with the lists and all that, you know, I would agree with a lot of this stuff uh, on, on, on those lists. Like some of those things are genuinely bad, you know, like, like murder. But the only difference between me and that guy on that point is that, well, I understand myself why murder is bad i mean i don't yes like how is my needing somebody else to tell me that murder is bad better than knowing that murder is bad myself yeah like, that's one not... thing i never got yeah we got uh we got uh, I'm, I'm sorry to cut you off but 
we got Aubrey's comment over in the text, and this is one I want to go through because uh, this one pisses me off to no end. And uh, we've we've kind of touched on this one a little one, but quote, in a conversation with a missionary, I was informed, you can hear the air quotes there, yeah. that there was no such thing as an atheist because atheists suppress the truth they know. They apparently yeah. believe we're lying. Now, I'm going to dovetail onto that one. When people have used, have introduced atheists to say self-proclaimed or self-claimed or supposed before the term atheist. Yep. Which completely downplays and makes it sound like we're making this shit up as we go along. Like we're LARPers. And I'm not saying that there's yeah. anything wrong with LARPing. It's just a matter of that you don't well, it, it's it, not it's, a matter of that we're we're pretending we really are atheists. Thank you very much. Well, and and some of them aren't even saying necessarily that we're pretending they're so the ones that I get a lot. In fact, I just had somebody say this the other day is that you don't want to believe in God because you want to sin, which is ridiculous. But I'm like, okay, let's break this down. So you're saying that I actually believe deep down somewhere that the God that you claim exists is real. So that would mean that he's this maniacal killer who zaps people for ridiculous things like looking backwards. And I I inherently know that this is true. But somehow I think that he's not going to nuke my ass when I do things that I want to do because I just don't want to obey it. Are you kidding me? Like how absolutely ridiculously stupid or incredibly ignorant would I have to be to do that? And it's like, I've read the Bible. I've read the stuff that you claim that this actual real entity can do or will do. Um, You know, it would be ridiculous to, quote, know that that's a possibility and just pretend like, oh, well, it's not going to happen to me for some reason, even though he knows everything and can see everything all the time and can do anything and all that crap. I mean, it's just a preposterous notion. And the guy that says this to you, I mean, even entertaining is propos. I mean, it's just like, you know, basically all, all he wants you to do is justify his authority. And this is yeah. somebody coming at you who has no demonstrable reason to have authority at all is just got, you know, my friend upstairs says you should do this, you know, I, you know, it's just a big fucking straw man. As far as I'm concerned, I mean, well, it all is. Really, it's like the but... two monkeys sitting side by side. One day, the, the monk, one monkey looks up at the sun and goes, look at the guy upstairs says, you should give me your share. Yeah. You know what? I I got an idea. I got an idea. I think I know how we can combat this. Okay. And this is this is a money making venture. And and um, okay. Try to picture this a second. Freeze dried, kind of like the uh, uh, kind of like the uh, the astronaut ice cream, which no astronaut has ever used. By the way, yes. Fucking pisses <laughs> me off. Thought that I was hilarious. That, I love that stuff, but anyway. 
freeze dried. Terrible. Rectangles of bacon. Mm. Credit card sized and then laminated with divots cut in the top and the bottom so that whenever we come up with these guys, we can take it out of our wallet. I don't believe in God. Hmm. You think I'm lying. Oh, look what I have here. Bacon. Guess what? (laughs) I just had bacon. And what does it say in your book about, oh, look, it's printed right on the side of this embossed here. It's uh, 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 shit. I don't even remember what the, what the, what the right thing is. Uh, Ezekiel 20. No, that's the wrong one. No, no, no. (laughs) Oh, wouldn't that be a great chaser right there? That's a a whole other. But I mean, the idea of being able to say, look, you think that I'm lying. Why would I, why would I put this piece of pork in me if my friend Rocky wasn't in there? I mean, come on. There's like five people that just got that joke and you, you're my people. Thank you. Joe, Joey's smiling. He's, he's nodding his head. He's, he's, he knows where I'm going on that. You might, Robert, you might. Exactly. Thank you very much. So come on. All we need is a couple hundred thousand and we can put that shit up on, on, on Amazon. You can buy, you can buy, you know, those, those, uh, those holy crackers on Amazon. Yeah. So I want to <laughs> buy a bunch of those. I want to buy a bunch of them and get some kind of like stamping, uh, you know, food grade stamping stuff to put our logo on those and hand them out. Oh, that would be oh, so much fun. Oh, you guys have got to <sighs> see. Um, somebody just put this on my wall the other day. A friend of mine. Hang on one second. here do the screen share um and yes the person who shared this with me um uh, was in fact a vegan <laughs> i saw that yes vegan you <laughs> vegan eucharists <laughs> i can't believe it's not jesus flavor <laughs> i'm assuming that they're rather salty aren't they i'm guessing yeah but it's artificial jesus flavor because it's vegan right <laughs> i would hope it would be artificial but um there's a certain <laughs> level of irony right there but i'm i'm, I'm not going to go into that <laughs> yeah well my my friend alexander is quite the ham soylent g yeah <laughs> so no soylent j <laughs> so j yeah, g g it's j, not people the only Ish. the only thing that uh, that makes me want to do is uh, buy a bag of those and a bag of the uh, or a, a few packs of the Lunchables, so I can go ahead and make yes. like little sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> well, Dallin, with pork rinds. Wasn't it Dallin that found the traveling communion packets? Mm-hmm. Oh, it was you that did. Okay, <laughs> yes, I did. There's a little plastic thing with like the wine and then some crackers and it's yeah. Yep. Oh my gosh. Yep. Just when you thought and dipping you know, stuff was there for Nutella, it's just right for you. Yeah, you it's, know, it's I was effectively... really I was disappointed because I was actually gonna try and order some and they don't ship to Canada. Oh. Yeah. So for those of you wondering, you've you've probably seen the little coffee creamer plastic cups with the foil on top 
at your uh, local coffee joint or whatever. That's basically what these are, except they're full of wine. Yeah, or it's... supposed wine. Some some wine, semi-flavored something liquid. Grape juice. Yeah. Uh, It's grape juice. Well, uh, my my good man, with with all due respect, you do realize, of course, that wine, by its very nature, is grape juice. It's fermented grape juice. I'm going to assume. I'm going to assume that's grape juice. Well, of course, sir. Uh, Grape juice. Yeah. Well. It was grape juice about a year ago. Mm-hmm. Yes. Hey, look what I found, guys. This grape juice is old. What you got? Thousand. Oh, there they are. <laughs> B H Church Supply Communion Wafer Thousand Piece Sixteen Dollars. See, I was gonna order some of those, but they didn't ship here. Yes. So, some of know, those. You know what I was gonna do? I was gonna dip them in different colors of food coloring and string them together for a Christmas garland. Some of those and some Tostitos mild salsa. There you go. Yeah, that could be it. And I'm I'm looking through. <gasps> oh, salsa no. con queso. Salsa con queso. But are they gluten free? Funny you can enough, gluten free. There is a gluten free version. <laughs> But the Catholic Church recently came out against gluten-free. That's right. <laughs> That's right. So if you're if you're gluten intolerant, uh, you're going to hell because you can't take Jesus communion. Jesus says, "Screw you." <laughs> Do you think Jesus would mind being slathered in Nutella? Ah. <laughs> uh, Well, cheese whiz we know is in because blessed are the cheese makers. Actually, we should ask. <laughs> well, God. people who don't wash their feet, they're big on feet washing. Ew. Not that Joey, Joey can back me up on this one. Nature trail to hell. Satan loves cheese whiz, right? Yep. You've got that. Mute button there somewhere. He's just hanging his head. That's perfectly fine. No, I found not only did I find gluten free communion wafers, nice, but I also found the thousand, uh, thousand cups of uh, of wine. Nice individual, little individual cups in, of in uh, a little plastic. Bucks. Yep. Geez, that's almost cheaper than a bottle of reasonable stuff. Decent. Yeah, okay. and of course, it's always red wine. By the way. Of course. Seriously, yeah. Catholic Church, why not white wine? White I like white wine. Better. I, I like, like white wine. Yeah. yeah. What's wrong with white wine? What about a sparkling Prosecco? Well, uh, all right, let's let's not go nuts here. I mean, the next thing you know, it's going to be... Uh, uh, hey, if you have... Do they have mass on New Year's Eve? They should have the little ones with champagne in them. <laughs> uh, No. No, you can't do that because no, because then it would be from um, France and not from you know. Rome. Okay, so so sparkling, sparkling Catholic wine that turns to we'll, blood. We'll just, we'll just have we'll just have we'll just have sparkling apple juice. Apple sparkling apple juice is so good. 
anyway. it's, it's good, but I prefer champagne. Well, yeah. and I mean, and I mean, quote champagne in the sparkling white wine variety because I can't afford actual champagne. So. You know that that's 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 fine. That's fine. You and your thirty tabs could just go the hell away. You know, all right, all right. So back on okay. topic. What, one quick thing, because I just googled <sighs> what union wafers. Um, there's a listing came up on Amazon.ca. Communion wafers, box of a thousand, grocery dash nineteen seventy three. Uh, wh- huh? what? <laughs> yeah. Um. So you you take a look at this and tell me whether I'm like, is that? Is that supposed to be some kind of serial number or they actually like the box looks kind of right? Uh, I'm gonna go with it's a department number because otherwise these are probably gonna be some really funky Christmas colors of green and red. Yeah. And they want $28 Canadian for it. No. No, man. No. 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 It's about what, $2 American? Yeah. No. It, it, no. Pretty close. <laughs> you know what? I'll 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 pay for it in the Canadian pennies that I've still got left. How's oh, that? We we don't take pennies, so you may as well. I, We're not going to use them. <laughs> whatever. Well, depends. Uh, what what was that one place with the tires? Canadian oh tire. yeah, we have Canadian, Canadian tire, tire dollars. Yep. I've Although they. They, they've they tried to move to, like, a, a points card, but I think they've underestimated how much people like the fake money because, I mean, we have piles of it here, and I'm sure my parents probably have, like, a huge stack of it, and I don't yep. think they're going to... I don't know anybody who uses the points card. Everyone still uses the fake money. It's probably going to be my inheritance. <laughs> oh. Could be worse. Could be worse. Oh, let's see. Over the text, uh, over in the chat, the <laughs> Doc Waxon. I remember the first time I found out that religious themed sex toys existed. First thing Uh-oh. that came to my mind was that looks like a great way to tell people where to stick their religion. Uh, <laughs> Jackhammer yeah. Jesus, baby. Jackhammer Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I, I can tell you for a fact that uh, over on the Friday night show that Joey and Dallin and I do, yeah, we've we've known about a couple of those for uh, several years. Um, they're they're no, right up. Yeah, yeah. I, I was going to say they're they're right up there along with um, uh, chocolate buttholes, right, Joe? <laughs> hey, if the snout fits. That's, that's, <laughs> I I've known about I've known about divine about divine inter- Sorry, what, Joseph? I said, are you going to start talking about bad dragon again? No, I'm talking about divine interventions. That's divine-interventions.com, if anybody's curious. (laughs) Being penetrated by the spirit. Yep. Yes. Remember, Jesus must come in you. What? (laughs) They have, um, my one I think is quite amusing, is they have a Bible that's for penetrating. (laughs) Of course they do. And Aubrey had put, wasn't there a communion desecration fad on YouTube? I seem to remember people feeding the host to duck, burning it, etc. Yes. Yes, there was. And there was somebody who, no lie, got death threats because he went to a church. He got it. 
and walked out with it. Literally death threats and then legal threats because this was supposed to have been given to the person for them to consume right there and not to walk out with because there's a legal obligation. It's a bunch of bullshit anyway. But oh, no, I'd be like, yes, yeah, sue me, buddy. Yeah, and well, the, the, the church we went to um, used somebody would have to go and chop up a loaf of bread into cubes beforehand. So it was literally just a cube of like white bread. So, what are they, communion or feeding ducks? Both. <laughs> First one well, and then the other. Yeah. So, but seriously. Yeah, but seriously. Okay, so we've had fun. At, at the expense of religion. And th- believe it or not, there was actually a, a good reason for doing it. Because we can. And we as, you know, even if we were not atheists, as skeptics, we see the absolute absurdity of of, of what these people do, of what we used to do. Once upon a time ago, I mean, I make jokes that, you know, when I grew up, uh, I still I still have in me. If somebody says, may the force be with you. I still hear in my head and also with you. Oh, yeah. oh, God. <laughs> yeah. I, I, and and yeah. seriously, it is a piece of mental conditioning that pisses me off now. Yeah, Joe. Well, to be fair, not everyone here is an atheist. Agree. I, I am not because. I'm not saying there isn't a God. As I have most often put it, I have found no religion or no evidence that there is a God. But if there is, in in my experience, he's got a lot of answering to do because some of the things I've seen do not convince me the existence of a loving, benevolent God. Okay, then let's give you the test. What, which God do you believe exists? I have no evidence for any of them. That is not the question. Yeah. Which God do you believe exists? Don't believe any of them exist. Okay, by that question, hold on, by that question alone, you are, the technical term, an atheist. Fair enough. Now, which God do you believe that there is evidence that could go one way or the other about? Any of them. Do you believe that there is knowledge that can be gleaned about some God to ascertain one way or the other. Nope. I, if, if the, if part of the definition of a God is being unknowable, then what the hell do we think we know? By the literal definitions, Joey qualifies as far as I can tell as an agnostic atheist. I do not believe that there is a God. I do not believe that there is a way of finding the information. 
one way or the other. What I will on say, Egon. what I will say with conviction, mm -hmm. is that a to borrow a line from uh, Dr. Tyson, the only ist I consider myself to be is a scientist, and as far as you know, between atheist or skeptic. I would identify myself first and foremost as a skeptic. And there is nothing wrong with that as a self-identification. Yes, Joseph. No, I was just going to, I totally agree with that. And this, this game about this, is there God or not? I mean, it's, it's just a, it's just a game. I mean, it's like Sam Harris said it best. I mean, uh, the, like, the, the the atheist definition is just a it's it's actually a theist creation. It's like a chalk line they draw on the ground, and you know we just go and willingly lay in it. I mean, it doesn't. Why does it have to be a god? It could be any claim at all. Like why why do you have to believe this or this doesn't exist? What what you're really believing or not believing is people making claims, and that also leaves out of the question everything these claim makers, they're demanding for um, your credulity. So, you know, it, it, whether it's a God or not, I mean, it's, it's just, it's just, it's nothing. There's nothing. It's not beneficial to anybody. It doesn't help anybody survive better. It doesn't, uh, it's actually, um, it actually keeps people from, it's an evil actually. It's a conversation stopper. I mean, it makes you. Um, yeah. If you follow the rabbit hole all the way down, it's basically you've got somebody coming at you with a with a with an evidence evidenceless claim. What they're asking you to do is have faith in them, and that's it. Instead of using your own mind, and it comes down to that. Depend on me instead of your own friggin' senses and brain. And that's it. Yeah, um, there, there is that. Uh, and so as, course, as long as we stay in the God game, we're, we're playing their game, basically. And I don't think it's even worth considering. Okay. I can, I can, I can see and understand that. Uh, because ultimately it comes down to who has the influence and he who controls the, uh, the community has the power and the control ultimately exactly whatever they're doing is working because well somebody's somebody quite observant has uh, you know figured out how humans work well we can keep them from transitioning to um self-sufficiency um well they're gonna rely on us for their entire lives and hey we can take advantage of that and that's it okay God's a great argument for kids, especially. Mm, that's uh, that's the, uh, later. Later, there's 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 a thing for later another day. Well, it could be the big bahuga in the in the closet, you know. Obey me, or else. Yeah, that that's um, that was something that was done to me as God a kid. God is just the biggest, the highest, the most ultimistest, mostest, biggest, bestest infinitus whatever that the human mind can come up with so 
so the question that uh, I, I want to see about uh, getting um, getting pretty close to closing up with now, now that I've got power tonight, Jesus. Yeah. That was. By the way, I I, I plugged yeah. in my UPS now. Oh, did you? <laughs> yes, I did. Well, thank you ever so much. <laughs> That's so much better when you do. Yeah. By the way, those of you that didn't know about it last week, when I had to close up early, yeah. As soon as I hit the stop the hangout, my computer went through a power down, like literally right after. I wasn't sure if the show last night actually got the signal to YouTube to shut everything down. That's that's how close I was. I was right there. Anyway, you, you were frozen with a, a lovely um, half expression <laughs> on your face for several minutes. It was awesome. <laughs> Great. All right. So anyway. All right. So. I was throwing popcorn at the screen, but (laughs) great. I'll make popcorn for myself tonight before I go to sleep. Anyway. So let, uh, let's add them that we got to deal with here. We end up with people who refuse to follow through with allowing us to define ourselves. You don't, you say that you don't believe, but there is no such thing as a non believer. You know in your heart, which, oh shit, uh, who is it that keeps using that expression? Uh, is, is that, is it, um, Psy 10? It's Psy 10. Okay. Yeah. And be sure when you're talking about these people, be sure that the, the leaders are completely a different animal than the believers. Yes. Yes. Very much so. And I really think people should specify. You know who they're talking about when they're talking with when you know people are coming at you you know if it's a believer coming at you with this well you know they just want you to conform well if it's a leader coming at you chances are unless he's a sheepdog uh, that's another discussion but um you know he knows full well that what he's saying is bunk all right so we dealing we will typically deal with quote-unquote the flock now, as much as I don't want to use that expression, I have to for not just the reason of that's typically what the people in the congregation will be referred to as, but unfortunately, they, call themselves that. they, they, they do call themselves that, but there is also, of course, the baggage that goes along with it where people will, well, simply follow along. And that's that's a problem on many levels but in this case specifically about they keep following the line there are no such things as atheists there are people who have fallen aside who have lied to themselves who believe but refuse to believe that in their heart know the truth that are just haven't heard the word whatever bullshit line they want to use to try to say that we are not what we claim to be, that we're lying about our own self-expression, our own self-labeling, that they want to push the label onto us. Without starting a flame war, or better yet, without putting, I don't know, um, 10 penny nails through somebody's forehead, how do we get through to some of these people how do we explain to them, um, no, you're, you've, been, you've been fed a line that doesn't fit, and I'm walking proof of it, 
And I can show you if you'll just take five seconds to just listen and shut the hell up. I mean, how do we do this without putting a penny nail through somebody's head? Well, that that would turn them off right away. I mean, that would put up the defense mechanisms. And well, like, most uh, people who are threatened with a ten penny nail through their head, yeah, they're going to get defensive about it. I can't say something. Well, I mean, I mean like perfectly understandable. If you want them to shut the fuck up, but uh, the argument I think works best is um, telling them, "Well, look at I want all the same stuff you do. It's just that, and more, more often than not." Um, I behave the same way you do towards my fellow human. It's just that me, I don't need somebody else to tell me to do it or to, to threaten me with punishment or offer me rewards for, for behaving that way. And that's it. Well, I was we just, want all the same stuff. I was going to throw this in here. Um, what are the problems with um, you know, Christians saying that there are no such things as atheists and that atheists are suppressing the truth is because there are several verses in the Bible that say exactly that. So if their book is reinforcing that, um, I don't know where else to go with that. Can you imagine if you put yourself in the mind of a believer, which I think most of us were formerly, but um, if you don't know anything outside of that belief or that, 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 that way of living, it's like saying to a kid, you know, uh, pointing them at a big scary forest and saying, well, yeah, you can walk through that forest alone. Because it's like, you, you know, um, the kid thinks it's a big scary forest, but it's actually not a big scary forest. But they don't know if the forest is scary or not if they don't see it themselves. And telling a kid, well, yeah, you can walk through that yourself. Like, put yourself in the position of a kid. Like, would he do it? Like, what what would that forest be to him? Like, like that act. Like, why would he even go there? You see where I'm going with that? The, probably not the best analogy, but... Uh, no, it's, it's just like, the, the possibility doesn't even really exist. And it can't in their mind. And their mind going into that forest would be a certain death. Yeah, which, you know, in a way doesn't sound too much different from, uh, like I was saying earlier, how I was taught, you know, there's, there's Catholics, there's Baptists, there's Christians, there's Jews, and that's it. You don't know that there is anything more because you're, you're not given good information to even begin with. Um, this is your home and everything else is danger, basically. Yeah. There's that, uh, you know, funny enough, I was just, uh, I was just going, looking, trying to find out if I've still got it. I do, I do still have my copy of the first edition of the loose cannon of the flying spaghetti monster. And I want to go looking through that later to find out if there are any passages in there that specifically say that pastafarians are the way, the truth and the light oil through to, you know, whatever. Not that I'm aware of. I, I, I have a copy right here, but I've, I I've, recall it. I know I've got my, uh, I got my copy all over in a, I've got it in my, in my uh, documents collection. Imagine that. 
<laughs> Gonna pull that up later. Anyway, um, you know, uh, over in uh, over in over in the chat again, tripping. I'm not having a problem with reading it. It's, uh, it, it, believe it or not, for me, this is uh, this one's giving me a, a lot more going through in my head over here. Uh, Trippin is saying, is it faith in a being, or is it faith in believing what the preacher or pastor is spouting from a book? Yes. Yeah, uh, that is uh, a yes, because it's, there is, uh, it, it's, uh, it's a little column A, it's a lot of column B. And which one is which? I don't know. Well, yes, they're making the promise on the authority of the book or or how they say the book is supposed to be read and interpreted. Imagined authority. Yeah. And in Bible, you can basically justify anything at all that's yep. possibly doable by a human in the Bible. Yep. Yeah, that's 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 what we've heard before. Uh, Jeff Dees famously keeps saying it's the big book of multiple choice. You can make it say anything because it contradicts itself on so many occasions. It's not even worth because it's you know, made that way. I mean, it's just just underlines the fact it's not about the book. It's about the guy holding it, whatever he chooses to, whatever he chooses from, and you know. Whatever he chooses from it, it's going to be the most self-serving thing at the time he chooses it. You know, there are certain things that aren't acceptable in our society today that he won't choose. But, well, uh, imagine if their things go to civil war and, well, you know, atrocities become the norm. Well, they're going to start picking from the darker passages. Yep. You know what? Um, before I forget it. Let me let me let me give let me give you guys uh, something to uh, uh, let me give you guys my my final thought and I'll, I'll let you guys do afterwards, which is a little bit different, but only because I want to get this one out of the way and I'm going to do this really quickly. Before anybody goes ahead and says we as atheists are not good people, we'll go with that one. Answer with this: Where does ten percent of my money go? Supposedly, it goes into my pocket, and then I can choose where it goes after that. And if I have enough to give to people in need, to groups that help people in need, I can make that determination for myself. I can investigate who's doing it because I want to, not because somebody else is telling me to. That's the difference between someone who is in a church, in a religion, that tells you what you're supposed to do. Some might call that a cult. I won't necessarily. But a skeptic or an atheist, especially a combined force of both, will say, I want to do things for myself. I want to investigate for myself. I am not going to join a group that says pay money to be in our club until there's a club that I want to be part of because it's going to benefit me because I've investigated it and done the numbers for myself. 
So if I want to join a club, I'll join a club. And I'll pay the money because I want to be part of that club intentionally. Not because somebody told me before I could reason my way one way or the other, but because I chose what to do. That's what a skeptic would do. And if money isn't a good enough factor, oh well, talk to me later. I'll give you a better answer. That's it. That's all I got. So, um, who else has uh, anything else that they want to drop in here to to finalize uh, on that or, or wrap up anything else on the well, thing? And go ahead. We had mentioned Saiten's one of these people. That's like, oh god, he, you know, he he's one of those few people. Truthfully, I I if 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 there was a video game where I could punch him in the throat, I would put that on infinite repeat. You have no <laughs> idea. Well, the other thing he does, so he's one of the ones that says atheists don't really exist because you really, truly know there's a God and you just don't want to admit it, blah, blah, blah. He's also, another one of his favorite lines, if somebody brings up in, say, a Q&A session or even in a debate, something like a contradiction in the Bible or a, a not so nice Bible verse. His favorite thing is to say, I don't do Bible study with atheists. Well, I just occurred to me, he can't say both because if he says there's no such thing as an atheist, then he can't deny you quote Bible study because you're not an atheist according to them, him. So either he has to entertain your criticism of the bible or he has to retract his statement that there's no such thing as an atheist he can't have both so if anyone ever gets the opportunity to uh say such a thing to Sai ten uh please do and tell me how it goes because i would love to see him address that <laughs> it's just a like a passive aggressive backhanded way of saying oh there's nothing beyond my authority I know, but I would love to see him squirm over it. Because uh, he's a dick. <laughs> he's just so intellectually dissonant. That's that's about one well, of the only things in this butter. world that can make me angry is intellectual dishonesty. And that's and his I bread mean, and butter. And he knows full well what he's doing. That's the most. Oh, he does. And he knows that it, you know. If you want to have moral judgment about anything, there, there's a huge difference between what's right and what works. And this is a guy, well, he knows what works. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. But like I said, I would just love to see him squirm over that particular conundrum because he can't have it both ways. Oh, yes, he can. And he will. Simply because he will just say, sorry, I'm not discussing it. And he will do oh, well, everything in his power that. to just say, you know what, piss off in, in the nicest that. possible way. He can do that, but he, he can't has. escape that particular conundrum. So. Yeah, but he's just, but him, people like him, it's going to be just like pigeon chess. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because, oh, yeah. You know, it's for the audience. And as long as he's got his audience there, um, he knows that he can play pigeon chess and his audience is going to think he won. No matter what he does, he's the leader follower, or he's the leader, leader protector. No, I just, it just occurred to me, though, that it was a complete contradiction, so. Because, mm -hmm. of course, it is. 
I got Richard. your point, but it just kind of bugs me that, um, you know, entertaining stuff like this is actually in a way confirming his authority. Okay. So Bridget, anything that uh, you would like to uh, wrap up with other than, Oh my God, I get to see Elton John again. <laughs> Don't let your song go down on me. Yeah, it, it was a good show, but I was really amazed at all of the people I saw in their 70s that were wearing feather boas, males and females. <laughs> awesome. <clears throat> that sounds fun. So uh, did he uh, Did he completely tone down his, his usual collection of eyewear? Yeah. But he did have these uh, red, glittery, sparkly shoes. The shoes were, well, of course. were cute. Yeah. That's awesome. But I have to give credit where credit is due. At least he realizes that he is older and can't hit the high notes anymore, so he doesn't even try. There's something to be said for that. And yep. And uh, by the way, uh, something, yeah, Elton John is a year younger than Freddie Mercury was. We, uh, yeah, we kind of talked about that on Friday night. And man, if only. You know, if only. Can you imagine what that would have been like? A combination of Queen and Elton John playing together? Oh my goodness. You know, maybe maybe that's something that we should uh, we should uh, we should talk about. We should, Has we it should been see. done? Have they been in a special together or something? No. Uh, I, I will I will have to go looking that up. I, I think, don't think so. And I know Probably. that he did one with David Bowie and Elton John and David Bowie. No, 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 no. Um, Freddie Mercury. Freddie Mercury, yeah, under pressure. Elton John uh, and uh, George Michael. Yep. Really? Yep. Uh, uh, don't let the sun go down on me. They did that one live, if I remember right. Mm-hmm. Don't let your sun go down on me. <laughs> what you do on your Saturday nights is your business entirely. I got nothing to do with this. I'm just well, you started the show like that, sir. Yeah, you know what? It's gonna be this. It's gonna be this. <laughs> Joey. Um I have a, a sorry, I just found a couple of videos. Uh Freddie Mercury and Elton John sing the show must go on. Queen, oh. Elton John, and Axel Rose sing Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh wait, wait a minute. Was that was that one? After Freddie passed, I think it was. I don't know. It was. Do not know. Well, okay. Joey says. Joey says yes, and I, I would be inclined to believe I'm it. I'm just. I'm just. What was done at after? The, the, I'm just looking at the headline. Axel Rose was done after Freddie Mercury yeah. died. Yeah. No. Uh, uh, it was uh, Guns N' Roses. Elton. You said Elton John and. Yeah, there was a yes. uh, there was a concert. Okay, a tribute. Yeah. Okay. That's so it. there is one that says Freddie Mercury and Elton John sing the show must go on. So I don't know. There's doesn't appear to be any actual video with it. It's just like a snapshot of a concert with just an audience. So I don't know. But it, the like two seconds I let play sounded like concert, like cheering and whatnot so i don't know i just googled i just googled elton john and freddie mercury duet 
After yeah, the thought of Axel Rose singing Bohemian Rhapsody is kind of like uh, yeah. imagining yeah. an, an old lady raping Freddie Mercury's corpse. <laughs> Tell me about it. It's it's one thing to have the Muppets do it. It's another to have Axl Rose do it. And yes, the Muppets did it and did a wonderful job. Thank you very much. I thank God he was queen. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, sad part is, we, like I said, we can't clone him now. Joey, anything you'd like to close up with at this point before we go ahead and close up shop? It's cold outside. Yes, Thank you, yes. old man Winter. Get off my lawn. Wait, I can't see the lawn. <laughs> Nothing else beyond that? I'll take that as a no. All right. Oh, Shake yeah. Now I see. Yeah. Well, it took me. It, it took me a second to see the whole. You know. Whoosh, 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 whoosh. What happens? All right. So that being the case, we'll just go ahead and close up shop. Thank you everybody for joining us tonight. We hope that you had yourself a fun time and listened to all of our stuff, and hopefully, you found something worthwhile in all of our perspectives this evening, as usual. So, first off, let me go ahead and thank everybody over there in the live chat because. You guys really do help. Even though we don't make reference to everything that you guys put in there, I do read it all. And as you see, every once in a while, there will be something that will pop up that'll be worthwhile. So you guys, thank you very much. So let's go ahead and say it. No, don't go muting yourself because you know full well you're first off. Joseph, thank you very much for your time this morning. You go ahead and have yourself a nice nap. Mm, no, right away. I've got sanding and I've got a layer of enduit to put and then I can I can sleep all day if I want to actually after because it takes 12 hours to dry. There you go. Well, in that case, don't hurt yourself. Mm, yeah, well, thank you for having me, sir. No worries. Joey, as usual, thank you very much for your time. You have yourself a good morning. It's what I do. One of these days, I'm going to make reference to a crazy Ivan with him. Bridget, thank you for being able to take the time with us. And uh, I hope that your uh, I hope that your neck feels better. And, and obviously, I don't have to thank you for your, the use of your vocal cords now. I was really worried. Seriously, I was really worried you were going to come in and going, I blew out my vocal cords. That's what I said. You, you'll, you'll scroll back and you'll hear it at the beginning of the show. Yeah, it wasn't a rush, though. People weren't going. <laughs> so, yeah. Glad you had you. <laughs> I am glad that you had yourself a great time, though. Seriously, that'd be embarrassing to be the only one doing that. <laughs> yeah, she'd do it. Actually, uh, uh, I'm, so, I'm sorry. I'm trying to. I'm trying. I'm trying to see over uh, over 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 in the corner over there. You've you've got, you've got a ooh. You've got a tripod. You've got a. You've got a. You've got a. That's got a there, it's, a, it's a telescope. You've got. You've got an astronomy piece over there. Oh, you lucky bitch! You. What? Ooh. See, if you can, if people, if you can afford to have, you know, a telescope, you should really get a telescope. It's so much fun to have one of those. Seriously, how 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 big is that one? Is that is that ninety millimeter? What do you mean? Uh, I think it's. I think it's one twenty-five. Oh. You mean afford? <laughs> I mean, I bought I bought a telescope set for my niece and nephew. Granted, it's one of those cheapo plastic ones, yeah. but in aluminum. But you know what? It's good enough. My daughter bought this for me for Christmas last year. Nice. It's I've amazing. Been one for about twenty years, and no, 
Yeah, it's it's one of those automatic ones that's that uh, slews and, and tracks the sky too, isn't it? Those are great motherfucking things you can get for like five grand that are like as big as my whatever. It's another time, another time, another time, another yeah, place. This one has software that came with it and everything. So yeah. Yeah, I've got to update mine one of these days. We'll figure it out. Anyway, heretic woman. Yes. This opportunity you've got to actually introduce everything because last week it was uh not uh, non existent. Well, that's okay because I ended up not doing a show last week. So Oh well piss <laughs> off then. That's that's perfectly fine. I understand that. Go ahead. No, I I just wasn't feeling up to it. But uh, this week we are talking to a Mr. Bill Ludlow, who uh, he works at the Arizona History of Natural History, Arizona Museum of Natural History. The uh, as a volunteer, um, he's uh, taken I think paleontology. Um, big big guy to do with uh, evolution, and. Uh, yeah, he also famously this past summer debated Dr. Dino Kentovan. Well, if he could call it a debate, because Kent just kind of ignored everything Bill said and said the same thing over and over again. But you know, that's Kentovan for you. But yeah, we're gonna we're gonna talk evolution and ridiculous creationist claims and things like that because Bill's really good at debunking that stuff. So awesome so that's bill ludlow and that's uh monday at 7 30 p.m eastern on the youtubes and all of that fun stuff so hopefully maybe we'll be back on camera by then i'm not sure yet but. well let's hope so well i can i can do it without i just prefer not to well yes but i mean i mean the the reasoning for without yes. going into it is just more a matter of uh, i would hope so at that point yeah, I don't want to gross anybody out. So <laughs> let's let's just say it's 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 a a non serious medical issue. <laughs> but it, it, it's it's annoying enough. Is what it comes down to. Yes. Yes. Fair enough. So. So everybody, as always, thank you very much for having joined us. If you would like to check up on us a little bit further, as well as subscribe to the podcast, which the audio podcast is available when we can get Dallin around to get and do it which you know it happens every once in a while because you know we do it for free and do it on spare time so it happens whenever we can get around to it you can take a swing over to holycrapthevlogcast.com and the subscription link is what over there what did you just do i i had turned my heating pad back on and then when i went back up i got a cramp in my shoulder blade Ow. yeah don't do that Ow. that know. hurts it must be yeah. the weather. You you can't see me, but I actually have a heating pad on my shoulder right now, too. <laughs> That's great. Just, I've been having these horrible cramps all week that feel like um, foot cramps or like mm. cramps uh, in different places that migrates on my shoulders and neck. And stuff. Ow. Yeah. Let's painful. see. I'm wearing a winter coat. Uh, polypropylene propylene under ruse and a sleeping bag halfway up my legs inside. So, yikes. Granted, I have a window open slightly, but you know, otherwise, this entire room turns into a speakeasy. 
And it's all the more reason why you should quit smoking. Not that I'm going to harp on that. Again, holycrapthevlogcast.com. You can get the audio podcast from over there. If you'd like to send us a voicemail message, you can feel free to do that at any time. 859-HCTV-554, 859-4288-554. And of course, Holy Crap the Vlogcast is available on most social media under that or HCTV or Holy Crap TV or something. Just go to the website. All the links that you need are over there. Otherwise, we will be catching up with you guys again next week. Same bat time, same bat channel, so to speak. And yes, I know, I know the whole timing thing that I put in the in the in the show notes was because of daylight savings, such as what it is. It's pretty much the same time frame, but you know, whatever. And what what was that, Bridge? I said, well, you know, uh, Joseph changing his time zone too, and there really is a difference between EDT and EST. Yes, there is. Yes. And that's why I make sure that when I put out the show notes and the announcements, I always put in there what time it is my broadcast time, which is 12.05 a.m. Sunday morning, as well as GMT slash UTC, because not everybody is following the same time frame. So right now, when we start, it's 05.05 a.m. UTC Sunday morning. And it's the reason why, you know, I, I make sure that everybody's aware of that part because, you know, you never know. Well, from France, I'm probably the only participant and the only viewer, so. It could be. It could be. But, you know, <laughs> it's all for me. Thank you. I would like to think that there are some people in Australia that might actually tune in every once in a while. Jake, you know, <laughs> while you're out running. No, he's not going to do well. He's out running. That would be stupid. Anyway, we got to go. Thank you guys for being with us. You have a good time. I have no idea just yet what's uh, what's going to be happening for next week's show just yet. And again, yes, I'm sorry that I put out this notice way late. Uh, I've not been feeling real great this week, so I'm I'm going to see what I can do about getting up a little bit uh, earlier. Uh, and we'll see you guys next week with any luck. But until that point, as always, I wish you the peace I no longer have. I wish you the strength that I've learned. I wish you all well. And as always, my lady, 12 plus years on, I am still in love. Montenegro Fujin. I love you. I miss you. Dream of me. And just so you know, hon, I heard the greatest thing on the drive home tonight. Listening to Cognitive Dissonance with Tiny Dribble. Believe it or not, he stopped the playback in the car and said, I just realized I come from a non-traditional family. I gave you my word and I'd like to think that I'm fulfilled. Mm -hmm. Either that or it's taken 13 years for this little one to finally get smart enough to finally realize. (laughs) In the meantime, You all take care of yourselves. I'll see you next time. Until then, good night. You've been listening to Holy Crap, the Vlogcast. Feel free to leave a comment on the show's website at holycrapthevlogcast.com, where you'll also find links to our Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Google Plus pages. Theme music provided by Kevin McLeod at incompetech.com. On behalf of all of us here, thank you for listening. <laughs>